me Freddy. Freddy, Freddy, Freddy. Light up, nigga! Light up, nigga! Smile, nigga, breaking your hoe. Pretty boy smile, teeth white like the blow. Presidential bitch, white house full of dope. Fetty jumping off, I got the dog for the low. Fetty jumping off, I got the gnaw for the low. Smoking and forming in your ball with the pole. Nigga, ten toes down, never call on the flow. Let them other niggas cap and we go ball on the low. Dipping your slut, shooting them guts. Shooting on her face, she gon' lick that shit up. Dipped in gold, back on them bowls. Wanna shot a dick, then I'm charging hoe. ATF and DA, I'm dodging hoe. Still get my freedom, live regardless, so. Dollar with the work, I ain't call that. Hold you told me they ain't have enough to charge that hoe. Pippin' your slut, that pussy bust. Working for daddy, two bricks in the luggage. Coke in the carry, yo, back in no six. She would whip it for new apple bottoms and dairy. Your mama said, don't send no crack on the telephone. Tell the police I'm never home. Cause the nigga dipped in gold. Back on them bowls. Wanna shot a dick, then I'm charging hoe. We that new Freddie Gibbs. Soul, soul, separate. Yeah. That's your bumping. That's your bumping. See, he tapped in with DJ Paul. You know what I'm saying? And he got the track and the verse. You feel me? That don't happen too often. He got the track and the verse. Appreciate you tuning in. Wherever you tuning in, however you tuning in. Hey, if you, if you, if you peeping me out on YouTube, man, Hey, I'm, I say, hey, you, you pod when you need to pod, you know what I'm saying? You record when you want to record. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of this thing, you feel me? Subscribe, like, share. They probably like this man that came out in his robe to do a pod. I got out the show and I said, I want to talk about this. I don't want to wait. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to wait. Appreciate you tuning in wherever you tuning in, however you tuning in. So you know when I say... Appreciate you tuning in wherever you tuning in, however you tuning in. That's how I record sometimes. It's just like whatever. This, this, this. I want to record now. Don't got to be perfect. I want to record now. So, hey, here I go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some of y'all are probably watching this in your robe. <laughs> I wanted to join the party. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to dress like some of my, my, my viewers might dress. But in all seriousness, though, this show, this, this particular drop, it's about Tua. Tua Tonga Vailoa. And should he or shouldn't he have been playing? And not just Tua. This, this is about, see, this is about the risk you run in every time you go out there and play the game of football, a kid's game. But when you're playing it, as adults, it's faster, stronger. It's just, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers getting thrown around out there. Organized violence. What, what, what Stephen, they call it? Legalized violence. Assault. You're running into each other. And fans, we love it. Pads, clacking, helmets, smacking, oohs and ahs, and beer spills. But the reality of it is, that's a violent game to play. They get paid hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars to do it, and their bodies take the toll. They, they, the, the body pays the price. 
you know, that's really what it is. That's the reality of the profession and career these men chose to do. Unless you a kicker or a punter. You know, unless you chose to be one of those, this the life you chose. And I say all that to say, I saw the highlight of Tua on Sunday where he was woozy and looked like he couldn't walk, and they say it was a back injury. He went back out there, and he played in the second half against the Bills, and they won. But, of course, Big ain't a doctor. Never never said I was. Um, it was it, it's one of those things where I'm watching it, and I'm like, that motherfucker got a concussion. He grabbed his head. He didn't grab his back. I ain't see him reach for his back. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have my back. Look, when I had a bad mattress and I was waking up every damn morning and my back was hurting like hell, oh, this motherfucker hurt. Ooh. <laughs> but when I got a headache or I didn't accidentally hit my head on some shit and it, I'm a little, yeah. Then I'm a little, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm out of this shit. Tua came back. The independent doctor said he was straight. It was a neck or a back. All right. I heard Adam Schefter say, even if it's a back spine, it's a spinal situation, then they're supposed to take a beat. Now, you go out there on Thursday night football, four days after that train wreck, and then this time, this hit was way more, even more violent. It was like the the, the defender said, I'm going to treat you like... I'm Brock Lesnar, and you Hornswoggle. <laughs> now, my, my my WWE fans that's listening, wrestling fans, will get that, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that notion. Hornswoggle was a little person in the, you know, running around. Little person. And uh, I think that's, that's politically correct. A little person. I didn't say the other one. Anyway. And it's Brock Lesnar. It's Brock Lesnar. You know, UFC heavyweight champion, WWE champion, All-American wrestler, all of that. Offensive lineman for the Vikings in training camp or some shit like that. He just throw a motherfucker on the ground. Slam him on the ground. Boom. And the nigga was throwing gang signs. <laughs> he looked just like them UFC fighters. They be getting their ass knocked out and motherfucker keep you know what I'm saying? That's what he looked like. And just like those, I cringe. I look away. Don't want to see it. I'm not the I want to see a motherfucker season up type of nigga. That ain't me. <laughs> I remember in high school, they used to have those uh, videos, videotapes. This before YouTube, y'all. So go figure. This, this, if you don't remember life before YouTube, I'm sorry. <laughs> but... They used to have, like, them backyard brawls and all these other little, like, very gruesome, violent things happening to folk getting their ass whooped. I wasn't a fan of that. Like, I, I, I'm i not a fan of that. That don't entertain me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like it. Mm. Oh, yeah. That, that's me. That's me. But that's what we saw. He was stretched off. Say he had a neck brace on on the team bus on the way. I mean, on the team flight home. 
And, yeah, <laughs> Mike McDaniel say, you know, he wouldn't have put him out there if he wouldn't have been cleared to play. And the player said he was great. And I'm going to tell you now, the Miami Dolphins, so this organization that's on some slick shit. They've been on some slick shit. I ain't saying they did something foul. I'm just saying if they did, I mean, damn. <laughs> Brian Flores suing you. The league investigating whether or not you was finna give Tom Brady a piece of the pie. Or, you know, uh, Tua was under evaluation that week and NFLPA investigating was he supposed to go back in the game against the Bills. Just a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop fucking up. Please, just just, just stop, you know? I mean, it was hard to watch. I personally didn't think he was going to play. You got a more than capable backup in Teddy Bridgewater who can come in for show, run your offense, Win you two games for sure. Even if it was the Bengals, the Bengals was one and two. And they didn't just beat them by a lot last night and two and missed the second half. Got a good defense. I think Xavier Howard ended up getting hurt with a groin. That kind of, you know, shook up the secondary. Defense had been holding for a while. They finally, boom, the Bengals are the Bengals. They got three receivers capable of getting 100 yards any week. Pro Bowl running back. I think Joe Burrow might have been selected to the Pro Bowl game last year, but it didn't play, of course, because he was in the Super Bowl. Um, supposedly a better offensive line. So, yeah, this is what happened. But I don't think Tua should have been out there. Sometimes they say, I ain't a pro player. I ain't, you know, I play Madden or all Madden or I get in your ass, Paul, if you want the business. But that's another story. Um, but sometimes you got to protect the player. You know what I'm saying? I know guys who play D1 college football and basketball. and I know they played through some injuries. We didn't talked about it before. It was times they played hurt. That's just the nature of a football player or, or an athlete, a competitor, especially in a team sport. You know, it's easier for a tennis player or golfer or what else? High level. NASCAR, if you want to, you know, go there. To say, and not even NASCAR, so to speak, because that's a team. You got the pit and all that. But that's another story. Um, but it's easier for a golfer or a tennis player to sit out because it's just them. They putting their bodies on the line. It's just them. Yeah, they might have a trainer, but the trainer ain't going out there playing. But if you're a football player, you know what I'm saying, there's other guys out there that's playing different positions, and they, especially if you're the starting quarterback, they depend on you because you're going to have the ball in your hand. Every offensive play probably, unless y'all running some wildcat shit. Um, so, yeah, it, it's just different. If you're a starting center, a point guard, you know, it's harder for you to say no because of the people that you feel like you're going to let down. Let me say that first. But. You have to protect said athlete. I don't care how old they is. That's an adult. So adults don't make irrational decisions. Is that what, is that what we saying? 
Like adults don't make bad choices, poor choices on their personal health. Come on now, let's, let's keep it funky. And if you're a corporate, you know, a business, whatever, that depends on said adults' health to render a good return on your investment, wouldn't the best investment in week three, week four, to say, hey, quarterback who's doing a good job with the tools that we've, you know, thrown in there and provided for you? Hey, man. <laughs> hey, hey, you. Little little big dude. Know you want to prove yourself, buddy. I know you're in year three and you hear all the noise around you. Is he really a franchise quarterback? Can he do it? Yeah, but will he get a max deal? You know, will he will he get the extension? Will they pick up his option? I know you're getting rabbit ears and you're hearing everything. But maybe we need to pull you back. Set you down a little bit. So if you do want that extension, missing week three, maybe week four, won't be as bad as missing the rest of the season or fucking your career up and to be shot. You don't want that. Hence is why everybody didn't want Lamar Jackson playing without a long-term contract, especially him because he, you know, he get out the pocket. He do a lot of off-schedule stuff. He takes more hits sometimes, I mean, but he faster than everybody. But that's where, you know, that's why. This is why. Because you can end up laid out on the ground like him. Stretch it out of here. Life in danger, not just career. You know what I'm saying? It look bad. And so that's why a brother like me worry about a Lamar Jackson. When I see Trey Lance break his ankle. When I see Tua go out here and put everybody putting their life on the line, especially those who are exposed to big hits. Offensive linemen, not necessarily exposed to big hits. Like lower leg injuries and stuff like that and pecs, that type of stuff, yeah. But they're not doing a lot of the getting hit violently like that with collisions. You know what I'm saying? Quarterbacks, running back, receiver. Linebackers are causing that you know collision most of the time safeties and corners they causing it so those players probably more success uh, susceptible there we go <laughs> susceptible to having those brain injuries that you hear about cte effects and all that stuff so yeah let me sip this yak i promise y'all this ain't yak this is when well, i'm a fucking around and spill it <laughs> just a little water but I say all that to say, man, I ain't, I ain't going to sit here and act like he's, I don't, I think he should have played because I don't, I really don't. I really think he shouldn't have played. I really think they risked his, his, his long-term health for a short-term goal. And I think they could have, uh, they just could have done without that. You know what I'm saying? Like they, you could just do without that. You didn't. You didn't need him for that game. You didn't. And now, publicly, everybody's you know scrutinizing you. Mike McDaniel, if it go bad, he gonna look blacker and blacker by the day. They already, you know, he already claimed he black. So, 
the more I look at him in these press conferences, he looking black. <laughs> and if you lose, you going to look blacker. <laughs> hey, that nigga do look a little black, don't he? At first, I was like, nah. But the more I see him get up there on that podium and start lying, I know a nigga when I see one. <laughs> hey, but message. Don't let this. <laughs> hey, don't let this distract you from Brett Favre stealing that TANF money. That's the <laughs> Shout out to my cousin Jay, man. Shout out to Upkeep Cleaning Service. Oh, man. Hey, don't let this distract you from the fact that Brett Favre was stealing money to help his daughter's volleyball team at Southern Miss get a uh, get a new stadium, a new gym. Hey, that's all I got for y'all. Make sure y'all like, subscribe to the channel, share it, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, it's a uh, it's a great show from what they tell me. You know what I'm saying? It's a great show from what they tell me. So hit that button. I'm out. Y'all be easy. Peace. What we what we leaving to today? What am I playing today? Let's see. Oh, this that new Big 30. Celine Frame. Hey, shout out to UT Martin too, man. Shout out to them Skyhawks. It is a homecoming weekend. Shout out to everybody going out to celebrate it. They got Duke Deuce performing at the at the uh, step show tomorrow night. So shout out to them, man. Appreciate everybody tuning in. I got a lot of UTM alum who listen to the show. I appreciate y'all. Uh, also, man, RIP to Coolio. Better known for Gangsta's Paradise and I think he had the intro to Keenan and Kale. So yeah, RIP to the to the legendary rapper Coolio. Passed away this past week. Uh get well soon to my auntie, my aunt Dolly. And Haywood. She gonna put us through. You did, you did. And uh much love to everybody out there who might be having a little issue battling, they they battling or whatnot. But fuck all that nice shit, man. Turn this big 30 up, man. Like I got a drop and we push it under. It's only right I put you in that wall. I fiend murder. These niggas know I mean murder. Ever kept me loafing. Cut me open. I bleed murder. Like Draco Citra on. Flipping shit like a cheeseburger. We heavily armed. Can't name a top of we ain't heard of. Might be by my side. Through thick and thin, I don't want for nothing. I'ma get it together. Stop the bullshit, cut out the plug. Cause I can't need stomach. Just the thought of my little bitch fuck. And she know how I get. About the smallest shit.